to Bible Fellowship Church Let's Talk. Uh, if you have your Bible or if you're out for a walk, we're looking at um, 2 Samuel chapter 11. And uh, when you hear those words, you're probably going bling, bling, bling. That's David and Bathsheba. And you're right. And uh, so I've been just thinking about what is taking place in the king's heart. This man that was a shepherd boy that nobody wanted, that God had chosen. And then God's going to demonstrate his power in his life. Uh, in so many neat ways, now finds himself um, saying, you know what, I really don't need to go to battle. I'm just going to hang out here uh, in Jerusalem. I'll just send my guy, Joab. So instead of continuing in his uh, heart before the Lord, he's like, you know what, I'm just going to take a little pause. I'm going to take a little break. And so one night, uh, Bathsheba, or one afternoon, Bathsheba shows up and... Um, you know, some people write it, if you read through the commentaries, like this was Bathsheba's way to kind of get noticed by King David. Um, I don't see the text really even sharing any of that. What do we get a chance to see is that, you know, Bathsheba's going to take a bath and David's going to send and inquire about a woman. And that woman was said, is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And so <clears throat> there's an opportunity right here for David because he's a man after God's own heart, because he knows the power of his God, because he's a shepherd and he's cared for sheep. He should have been like the red light go off, bling, bling, bling. Uh, this isn't something I want to do. But instead, the reverence, the awe is not there, kind of like you would read in Proverbs chapter one and verse seven. Uh, the fear of the Lord is beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. That, that at this point right now is not at the center of David's heart. And so David goes ahead and makes a decision. You know what? I'm going to have this woman come to my castle. Um, and she does. And then he finds out uh, that she's expecting. And so now David's got a problem because of, according to Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 10, when adultery takes place, people lose their lives. And probably would have been both. And so now you got a king and you got this a lady named Bathsheba, um, that now what is David going to do? So instead of David just coming out at this point and says, you know what, because I walk in reverence because of, of who you are, because I know what happens, what you watch, Saul kind of go off the deep end, but I guess that really didn't think that would be possible for him. David says, you know what, I'll, I'll fix this. I'll take care of the problem. So he sends for jo Joab, uh, which is uh, the husband, but what he didn't count on that Joab would be a man of honor, a man of character. And so you read in uh, verse 11 of chapter 11, Uriah said to David, so now this is Uriah speaking to David, reverence to David, the ark and Israel and Judah dwells in booths and my Lord Joab and the servants of my Lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? Hey, David, uh, there's some things that I love more than pleasure. Obviously, you love pleasure more than, than truth, and you love pleasure at this point. Are you going to choose pleasure over reverence and the opportunity to say, no, I don't want to do that? But, but Uriah's not. Uriah's not going to walk that way. So David keeps scheming. All right, let's get him drunk. Let's make it happen. You know, I'll, I'll fix this thing. And we all know that that doesn't, that doesn't help. 
And so now you, David's only way to fix the problem is to go ahead and make sure that this man dies. Now, I'm not sure what he was thinking about. Maybe he was going to tell the people that, you know, he came home and was with his wife. Or if the, this person dies, then he can automatically choose her to be uh, his wife. But how does he deal with the pregnancy and all that stuff? So it's, there's a lot going on here. But David's like, you know what? I'm going to still fix this. I got this. Instead of saying, you know what, God, I'm wrong. And I need to ask for forgiveness. Um, and I realize the gravity of some of the choices I made. So I want to make sure I even protect this warrior. That, that, that doesn't take place in David's heart. What does take place in David's heart is deception, a lack of reverence, and Uriah will die because the shepherd is going to do it his way. And so I think we all, as, as followers of Christ, there's, there's seasons where the reverence just kind of slides off to the side. It's not as big of a deal. And so I don't know if I have a, a system other than me looking through the scriptures and say, well, check this out. When you lose reverence, some, some pretty crazy things happen. And that be enough for us. But I just want to encourage you or, or challenge you to think about how does my reverence factor play right now in my life? Is it really high? Is it really low? And you'll probably, if you just look around, you'll see the choices that you're making will, will kind of give you an idea where your reverence factor is. So I want to give you an opportunity to think about that using the life of David. So Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to spend some time around your word. And as we as we watch David just kind of slide off to the side and reverence is not part and fear and awe is not part of his life. And then some really significant unwise choices took place. Father, would you, would you help us to guard against that in our own lives? Uh, that the fear would matter to us. That would be more like this guy by the name of Uriah the Hittite, then at, in when it comes to, hey, look, this is, what's, this is this, what's going on in my life. So based on these things, this is how I live my life. And uh, so we need your help in doing that. So uh, help us, Father, in your name I pray. Amen. Uh, God bless you. Have a great day. 